Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello, I want to share something before we step into this beautiful conversation I had with Terrell Cherry on hypnosis. I wanted to let you know that today is Sunday, May 22nd, and if you're listening to this in the morning, please make sure that you join me tonight at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be going live on Instagram, and we are going to be talking all about your natal chart and how it can help guide you back to the big you. And this is the big universe, but also your higher self. Also, if you haven't snagged my freebie, make sure you click down into the show notes and click on my freebie where I share four purpose points that you can find in your own natal chart so you can begin to align and alchemize your life with astrology. So without further ado, let's dive into this conversation with Terrell. Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. I am so stoked to have Terrell Cherry here with me. He is a mindset manifestation coach and a hypnotist and I've been following him on the grand and I'm like, damn, I want to have a conversation with this guy. So here we are and thank you so much for taking the time out to be here to share your knowledge and your experience maybe with you know, hypnosis and manifestation, because we're all about that all the time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me on. I love talking about the mind. I love talking about manifestation and um, they all go hand in hand for me. So I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about how you ended up getting into hypnosis and manifestation, a little bit of your backstory so we can kind of get a feel for how it all went down? Yeah, um, you know, I, <laughs> when I answer this question, it, I, tr- I really try to whittle it down to some f- like key points. And uh, for the most part, it's always been more of a searching, um, self-reflection, self-understanding, things like that. I got first into manifestation through the secret. I found the secret way back in, it must've been 2006, 2007. And I, at the time, just felt stuck and knew that where I was, I didn't want to be anymore. <laughs> and I had the big idea to move out of the, out of like my quote unquote hometown. And I really used the law of attraction to get a job at, um, in Chicago. I was living in Atlanta at the time. And that was my first real big manifestation and intro into, uh, you know, just creating from a place of intention and I'd say like everything since then was a manifestation just diving deep into that and following my intuition and after many many years of that 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 self-discovery right or self-reflection and all of the the inner workings I found myself as a coach and was really looking for 
a solid way to help people navigate the ambiguity that resides within when they're looking to shift and change. And, you know, oftentimes a lot of people come to me and say, something is happening. I'm wanting to change. I don't know what it is, or I have these habits and I don't know what's happening. I, I, I don't know why. Right. And so there, there's a lot of gray area and I, I wanted to figure out how to tap into that. And uh, the subconscious mind work started coming up. And if you listen to any kind of manifestation guru or new age, you know, mysticism it really does talk about the power of the mind and so that's uh me being me I, I dove dove into hypnosis and it's been it's been killer it's been working <laughs> it's yeah. been helping so that definitely comes natural to you and the way in which you share it it's just like so relatable too um because the tidbits and the nuggets that you provide us just kind of click and make sense as opposed to like some of these other you know far-fetched ideas and they get too into it it's like you break it down to like this is you know i i watched your last little i guess it was a reel or, or a video that you posted about manifestation i'm like yes yes it's like i'm kind of in church and you're like talking to my soul you know <laughs> which i love because sometimes we kind of get messy I think myself included in that as I was like going through my own spiritual quest and process, it gets sticky, like you said, and like there's confusion and there's this ambiguity about like, what is it like, yeah, okay, the subconscious mind, like, how do I tap into it? How do I know what's really there? How do I, you know, release it? How do I tap into it? So um, I can definitely for sure relate to that. And as a coach and like, as you move with like your clients within, you know, hypnosis as well as manifestation, do most of them come to the realization as you do that, like deeper internal work that like, wow, these were like the hurdles that I was like hoarding essentially that I needed to, to release, but that there's so much, especially with the clients that I work with, sometimes they don't think that it's, it's, um, valid right? Because it hasn't been tapped into. So they don't feel like anything's there, any like trauma, drama, or pain are there. But when you get into that hypnotic state, having these, you know, various different bouts of realizations, can you speak to that a little bit? Because I think a lot of my listeners too are very fairly new with hypnosis. Um, so kind of giving them a little bit more of like a backstory on that process would be fantastic. Yes, absolutely. It kind of sounds like you might be asking two different questions, but I will start with, you know, in the process of hypnosis and depending on what it is that you're using hypnosis for, of course, a lot of people come and find out, you know, oh, this experience, this is how it informed a lot of my my decision making or my biases or my fears right mm -hmm. um when you hypnosis is a is a process of connecting to the subconscious mind right mm -hmm. um you something that per perked my ears up you said uh, how do we know if it's there or something into that to that effect and it's like you know subconscious right like below the surface below the conscious state and so we don't have really a knowledge of it running or being the system that 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 runs everything but it actually does and so i find that when we look at the way we speak um you know, i read tarot as well and so i i always try to dissect certain questions somebody asked me am i going to be successful 
and <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, with that questioning, am I going to be successful? I started. I knew that this was like a subconscious fear, right? Of um, am I enough? And so um, obviously, we got down. I, I dug a little bit deeper to get to that, but I saw this question it immediately. Knew there's a subconscious program running of not feeling like is the, the success is available. Um, and so when you go into a hypnotic trance which feels like a deep, it, it can feel like a lot of different things. I, I really try not to articulate any kind of specific way, but it feels like a deep relaxation. It feels like you are uh, super tuned into your, your body inside, right? Very focused and alert, or you could sometimes, some people do zone out and um, allow this, really allow the subconscious mind to do its thing and talk through. And, and so, when you're in that hypnotic state, you have an opportunity to go back in time, essentially, and look at how these experiences have created who you are, your identity. Um, and, and from there, you give yourself, you give, if you're doing self-hypnosis or if you're working with a practitioner, you're able to give new suggestions, right? And we all give ourselves suggestions. Um, everything, all the time. Sometimes <laughs> Every, good ones and sometimes not so good and we have to check ourselves, right? Most, <laughs> most of the time, not good suggestions, right? right. Like, um, and so when you're, when the subconscious mind is active, it, it allows, it allows more of those suggestions to come in. And Obviously, if you're working towards a specific goal, the subconscious mind will uh, it, it will want to keep you safe, but it, it wants it wants to keep you safe and it wants to see you succeed. It wants to see you happy. Um, so I really think this is what the process of hypnosis allows you to do, um, really bypassing all the conscious rhetoric or um, rigmarole, if you, if for lack of a better term, um, that that we typically go through, right? Like um, especially with manifestation. I, I tend to work with, with my clients, my whole goal is to show them that they are capable and they're capable of doing what they want to do, right? A lot of people get stuck in the details or they get stuck in the how. How is one of the biggest hurdles to anybody successfully manifesting with precision. And so my job, my work is to distract them, <laughs> you know, uh, distract them enough so that we can get to the heart of the fear or the heart of the doubt or the heart of the, you know, what is it that you're really desiring and, and, and take that and move them along, you know, in such a way that the conscious mind kind of doesn't really know what's happening until it, they're already in motion. Yeah. And kind of like working with a little bit, right? Like the merging of like Correct. the ability to be conscious of certain things in your life. But then at the same time, you know, the subconscious mind is so pliable and it can be reprogrammed fairly quickly. Um, so having that, that ability to navigate in that, in that process allows, and from what I gather and from what I've experienced, it allows almost like the polarities to find a neutrality. Correct. Yeah. I think that you know, when we have, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like the best analogy for, for the conscious mind in a different way that I've seen before, because obviously, you know, you see like the iceberg on the top of the water, that's the conscious mind below is the subconscious. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, honestly, the subconscious mind dictates 
the conscious behavior. Um, and when you're using hypnosis, you're right, there is a, a synchronicity that's uh, emerging that starts to happen um, where you're consciously, right, like deciding that this is a direction that you want to go and really guiding the subconscious mind and eventually um, things start, there's like this kismet kind of energy about it where it all aligns and makes sense uh, to the subconscious mind. But if you're efforting a lot um, consciously, it can hinder the subconscious mind, right? And it could kind of freak out the subconscious mind where then you revert, right? And, and right. go back into these things. So it's a, it's a delicate it's a delicate dance, but you're right. The subconscious mind is so malleable and so so readily wants to absorb uh, new information, new experience. And again, it just wants to see you be safe and happy and uh, be in your place, you know? So, or be in the place of, of, of freedom and flow. Right, absolutely. It's like almost like holding the hand and like visually what I see is like this dark kind of like a cave almost like the hermit right and like mm. walking and like getting your hand and just like walking through and it's like you know yeah this is this is the old story you can either choose to see it and like acknowledge it and move forward and use you know that brighter light to head towards or you know you can stay here and you could either you know marinate in that that you know, lifestyle or, you know, trauma or drama, whatever it might be, that's going to kind of keep you, you know, held into that space as opposed to like seeing your inner light within those various different aspects of, you know, the stickier places of who we are. And we all have them, you know, mm -hmm. it's varied. And that's what makes us all so rich, right? It's like, we all have these varied things that again, sometimes we don't necessarily have any kind of pulse on what exactly it is yeah and I think I think that a lot of the time this is why mindfulness is so important right uh, really yeah. being mindful about how you're feeling being mindful about your your environment and just taking I love that like you know really putting your finger on the pulse of like in my day-to-day, -day, how do I feel overall? And this is going to give me a good indication of, you know, what am I, am I feeling? Am I su supporting my shift? Am I supporting the change that wants to go? I do love the idea. You do. You, I, I always say you have two choices, right? Like you, you stay or you don't stay. You do or you don't do, right? And um, this is one of those things that when people, I'm writing, I'm like thinking, I'm writing a post right now about, um, going for it, right? Whatever it is for you, really going for it. And a lot of it is subconscious work. And one of the things that I put on there was like, fear is a state of mind, right? Um, and you, you, you either lean in and hold, hold on to that fear and you let it dictate the, you let it dictate how you proceed or you move with it, you move through it, whatever feels good to you. And again, if you are having a hard time making changes or making shifts or uh, creating those new habits that you know will better your life, there is a subconscious situation going on. If you catch yourself being attracted to the same types of people, even though you know those types of people <laughs> are not good for you, 
there's a subconscious situation that needs to be dealt with, right? If you find yourself in the mirror every single day, like picking yourself apart and you're un, you're not motivated to, I'll say it, change the things that you want to change, yeah, then there's a subconscious situation at hand. And you're, like you said before, we all have subconscious arenas to deal with. Oh. I mean, even myself right now too, as I'm- Never done. It's never it's done. Never it's like done. Layer. Oh my it's goodness. It's like, it's like, okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, fuck, I thought I dealt with that shit. Why is it coming back every single time? And it's like a varied, it's another layer, but I think, and I don't know, maybe you could speak to this a little bit more from, from my personal perspective and my personal experiences with like abandonment and various different things that I've personally gone through. The layering is almost like you said, a protective layer, because sometimes if you went straight to that core or the seed or like, you know, that, that, you know, root cause right away it's almost like you said like your mothership is like seizing (laughs) you know what I mean so it's these unmasking layers that are a part of the process and you know for me whether or not one aspect of my life could be considered to be done I from where I'm at right now I can't say that everything I've ever dealt with is officially done I think it's a working with and it's a recognition of kind of like with that fear factor aspect there, you know, like that fear is still there, but like, I could either choose to let that fear, you know, take me and sweep me under, or I could see it and kind of use it as a mirror and be like, all right, still this it's bringing something up again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of the things that I was talking about this week with my clients was really that too, how, um, there okay so a new earth right the book by yes. uh, Eckhart Tolle like there is this whole idea about and I think it I think there it's in like preface of the book where he says like if you give it to somebody don't worry if they don't read it that just means that they're not like really available for the information but eventually like they will find their find their way back to the book and that's when the information is really necessary for them and so something similar happens with the client where I was talking about a book and they were like I actually read the book a long time ago but I just wasn't here for it mm. and you know I was saying how you you this unlayering right like you have this protective layer. And so you get what you need in, in, in the time that you need it and anything else that is either too much or not enough. It's like, you're not going to take it in. It's going to, it's going to slip past you. It's not going to be there. And you don't have to ever worry that you're missing out on a thing because when you do level up, right. And you, you find yourself back at that book or that person, that situation, again, you have new tools and you'll see new inf- you'll see different information. It's like watching um, a movie over and over again. You see different things because you've gotten so used to where like the certain you know dialogue or the or or the, the what the picture looks like. And so your mind can wander and see and pick up new stuff. And um, I think that's exactly what happens when when you do begin to elevate and, and change. And obviously, change is one of the most constant things <laughs> that oh, yeah. we can ever go through. And so, um, yeah, I think there's this unlayering and you just get new information and then you roll with that and you get new information and you roll with that. 
And it needs like an incubation period too, I think, you know? Integration. Integration is, um, yeah, you know, that's one of the stages of change, um, integration. And incubation, like it needs to kind of like, like the information you get and the process you get needs to hang out and like do its thing. And then it's like, you said, then you're ready for the next level. You're ready for the next level. Yeah. And that's, that's essentially like, the process most people end up having, you know, on their journey with, you know, for lack of a better word, spirituality, self-development, self-recognition, reevaluation, right? It's just mm-hmm. unmasking layers and these, these, you know, tiers of your journey and kind of like houses on your path that you stop at and you're just like, go, okay, pick up that and keep going on your journey and being able to, to kind of take what you need and obviously leave what you don't, but there is that process there of like recognition Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, especially with hypnosis, um, it is a process of recognition, right? Like recognizing the triggers, recognizing your deep desires, recognizing the ways in which we may get in our own ways and self-sabotage or mm-hmm. um, sabotage other things, sabotage other people. Um, I, I think that's what hypnosis really does allow you to see. And the thing that I love about it is, well, the thing that I think is most interesting, um, especially when thinking about the mind, right? It's like, um, we have these crazy, like, computers and in this this computer in our in our in our body right like um that that has the opportunity to go back in time and Mm. it can visualize I was going to say go into the future but it can create right it can imagine um it's always processing and it's 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 conjuring and thinking and looking around and observing and I think that the more we get uh, comfortable actually with that part of ourselves and we start, we, we're able to, uh, you know, build that muscle, um, the stronger we get at, at creating exactly the, the changes that we want. Um, and I think with hypnosis, because it's not a one fix, it's not a, it's not a quick fix, um, but it's, and it's not a one-stop shop for everything. Um, but I do think it's, it's a powerful tool and technique because again, to really attack, to, to really lean into and connect with your subconscious mind, you have to build other modalities. I mentioned like relaxing, right? Um, you know, when we're still, that's when we are able to hear spirit. That's when we get the best ideas. That's when we, uh, that's when our body let's go of tension and and tension is one of the the biggest killers out there for a lot of people right like we hold so much tension and we hold so much anxiety and we push 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 and keep pushing and keep adding on and piling on and the practice of hypnosis really is a practice of like slowing it down listening in and um you know doing it in such a state that there's intention behind it and i think that's uh, I, I talk a lot about pragmatic manifestation and that's why I love, uh, that's why I love like hypnosis. Yeah, you're going to tap into manifestation for sure. Cause I really want to touch on that. But the one thing before we kind of, which I know they're, they're both, you know, 
hand in hand, they work hand in hand together. But where can you suggest or what can you suggest somebody who's new to hypnosis or learning about hypnosis, maybe like a book that you read that might be really valuable or any resources or any practices that you think that you can kind of send their way if they want to explore this a little bit deeper. And this is kind of like their first go at it. Yeah, I mean, I get really nerdy with like hypnosis books. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, there, there is a book called The Seven Methods of Self-Hypnosis. Um, okay. Let me make sure that I'm saying that right, because typically sometimes I'm not. Um, the Seven Most Effective Methods of Self-Hypnosis. Okay how to create rapid change in your health, wealth, and habits. Um, so I really love that. Now, there's so many books that I, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by uh, Joseph Mur Murphy is really, really amazing. Um, the, do, you do you touch on the Silva Method? The Silva Method, yeah. You know, I looked into that. I, I need to actually go deeper. Like I was actually just talking with... Um, another hypno friend about the Silva method and it it's sounded incredible. really 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 interesting um and I actually I I have it like pinged in one of my in one of my like I have to, I'm a magnetic I'm a manifesting generator and yeah. so I <laughs> it attracts you <laughs> I I will I have so many things that I want to like dive into that I literally have to like Pump the brakes every now and then. And yeah, like this, you said, like you said, you said it yourself. You'll come, <laughs> you'll circle back when you need it, right? You'll yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the silver method sounds really, really interesting. Um, I wish I knew more information about that right now. And again, you know, I um, so I I don't know if you've heard of Marissa Peer, but she's like one of the like big hypno queens of this time right now. And so I really like her. Um, her method, rapid transformational um, therapy, and, and and rapid in a sense that you're really able to get to the root cause easily mm -hmm. and find that transformation quickly. Um, one of the things that I love to do is like create um, recordings, and so you know, if I, I really am an advocate on YouTube. I got my, I, you know, I did my first set of affirmation, hypnosis, subliminal kind of thing uh, years ago when I went through a really bad breakup and realized that I had, I mean, I say realize I had really bad self-worth, but I realized that my low self-worth uh, was an issue <laughs> after this breakup. I realized that I wasn't really being my best advocate and friend. And I used this YouTube channel uh, that had, you know, affirmations and I would listen to that daily. And um, it was, that's literally my first, that was my first kind of time doing self-hypnosis without knowing it was hypnosis. Um, and so, I love creating recordings and that's what I do with my clients. I create recordings, transformational recordings, motivational recordings, um, because I do think that if you are able to, again, distract yourself consciously, 
uh, your subconscious mind is always listening, right? So if you're, if you're making the conscious effort to listen to something that's going to motivate you or, or, or put yourself in a place where you're consistently reminding yourself of how powerful you are, how beautiful you are, how money is just energy, right? And it's no, it's nothing to be afraid of and da, 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 all the things, right? Like if you consistently do that without needing it to be anything without it being pressure without it you know how do I make this more fun how do I how do I really integrate this or how do I really put this into my lifestyle right so it's it becomes who I am like obviously like identity right um I think that's that's really how we start to see these shifts and changes um one of the things again having fun I kind of slipped that in there but I think that's something that we don't I think a lot of people are taking self-development way too seriously yep I'm with you on that (laughs) and you gotta play around like some people like super rigid like this is what you gotta do like I'm flexible I try and do something for my mind my body my spirit every single day Mm. if I could do it in the morning in the evening that's fine but yeah like the ability to just play with it and be who you are in it and not feel like you have to transform to be a part of it because we already are right it's like you are consciousness expressing itself as an individual, but you are still from the source and your flavor is the flavor that's needed. You don't need to Mm. conform to like the, I don't know, even know how to explain it, but the idea of, right? What it's supposed to be. Yeah. I've been reading a lot of uh, Buddhist text and I think something that I've also been like, if I'm tired, like if I don't want to do something, I'm just like, like, don't do it. If you're today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I'm tapping out. I'm taking a fucking nap. That's it. Yeah, Bye. Bye, yeah. everyone. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and you're right. Like our whole our whole opportunity here is just to experience, right? And express, and, yeah. And express. And so I think that if we are so I, most some people do need that rigid aspect in their life. They need that that system and that structure. And it needs to happen every day. But I'm also like. If you wake up and you decide that you don't want to, you know, do that 45 minute yoga class, like how about you honor sit, it, sit and relax. Yeah. Honor that sit and relax and do something else. Again, there's spectrum, right. And there's levels to this that we want to pay attention to. So if you are consistently not doing a thing, obviously that's going to have consequences. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm all about, I'm, I really am. All, <laughs> yeah, I really am all about being in the moment and feeling out your body and also giving yourself maybe having some tools so that you can have a little more of a mm, diverse situation going on, you know, so that I know a lot of people were like, oh, I just hate doing the same thing every single one is like, yeah, Variety. yeah. 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 It's like pretend it's like having sex, right? It's just like if you had sex the same way every single time, you'd be like, oh my God, right? Yeah. Here so we like go you, again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So giving like that variety. Something that came up into my awareness as you were talking, um, where is the element of emotion when applied Ooh. to not only manifestation, but also, I guess, in the process, right? Because I feel like it's one of them. I feel like emotion is more important than words in any kind of process. I feel like 
I feel like emotion and this is kind of what I was talking about in in my reel that I made you know if you don't have a clear picture if you don't have if you're ambiguous about like if you're unsure about like what it is exactly that you're wanting to do right I just know that something needs to change I I'm always like well get into the how do you want to feel Mm-hmm. And that's the number one question that I ask a lot of people. What do you want to feel like? How do you want to feel on your day to day? If you want to feel free, what is that freedom then? And you go from there, right? And so what are the aspects of life that help you feel free, right? What do you do that helps you feel free? What do you do that helps you feel happy is one of these like um, ominous was a word that I was going to say. It's not right, but uh, <laughs> vague is like, you know, I think happy is so vague now with people, I just want to be happy. And it's like, well, the reason why happy isn't really working for you or showing up for you right now is because you don't have an understanding of even what it is for you. And you're not giving yourself an opportunity to uh, investigate. And I think emotion, right? Like, can you pull in happiness in the now? Can you pull happiness in just where you are? Uh, If you're in a relationship, can you find happiness right now we get how many times we get into relationships and we're like yes finally I found a relationship I'm in a relationship three months later you're like oh I hate this person they don't do this they don't do that I'm so unhappy da 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 and then you're single and like yes I found my singleness and I'm happy again and I'm here to mingle blah 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 and then you're like I'm so bored of dating like it these emotions again are fleeting and they change and they shift so you have to be able to figure out how to find that happy and Abraham Hicks I was listening I I revisit Abraham Hicks a lot and um, they said they were like if you can find the emotion that you want and really tap into that emotion without needing your circumstances to change and you can hold on to that emotion, that is the key to everything. And you will then see things really start to shift for you in the way that you want to. And so that really hit for me because I find myself sometimes even now being like a ho-humming about life. And I'm like, I asked for this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, And so it really is looking around and saying, okay, what am I, what am I super happy about? Or what am I super excited about? What do I love? Even if you're, you can still be happy with where you are and want to be somewhere else. Like, and I think we've messed that up a lot. I think we feel like if we're not totally completely satisfied with where we are, that means we have to be unsatisfied, unhappy. Uh, We have to, you know, push our way and drag our way through until we find that next thing. And another thing that Abraham Hicks always says is you can't get to where you are. You can't get to a place you want to be by dragging all of that unhappiness with you. You can't do it. You can't really um, guilt and shame yourself into loving yourself, right? Like those things don't, it's, it doesn't work. Yeah. And that's powerful too. Like on, on, you know, touching on emotions, like if you're feeling that heaviness, in the moment, you can't drag that forward and expect to have the experience or that vision that you envision yourself being carrying all that weight. Mm-mm. That's like a really interesting way to think about it too, because sometimes, 
you know, myself included, I'm like, oh, I really want to, you know, how do, how do I change this? And I have these like emotions and these bouts and it's normal, right? That's like a part, this is like the human experience. And sometimes it's a little, you know, whacked out. We do some really weird things, you know, as human beings, but it's, it's a part of that, that process of like the emotions of the waves. And like you said, like finding that ability, not necessarily to feel like you have to hold on to that emotion throughout, but the ability to come back to and be reminded of and like remember to remember like it's all temporary you know every, like you said earlier everything changes and like thank god right mm. like thank god everything changes because that means that we have the power to change and we have the power to change where we are um and within that we kind of can segue into a little bit of like the manifestation process of like being able to kind of regroup and and shift into that mindset along with the emotion and into you know being able to manifest that ideal that many of us have in our minds but may find it challenging to navigate because we're carrying all this other you know whether it's subconscious or emotional baggage that we're hanging on to yeah yeah um one of the things you know i love that phrase like i when people are like I know, I know, I know I should be doing this. I know this is the thing. I know this is where, you know, this is all coming from. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, but do you know? Like, you know, but do you know what to do? Do you right. know um, really how to create that shift and change? One of the things too, it's like manifestation. It's funny how I think it's become so, I, I really try to take, the fluffy and airiness out of manifestation um and talk about it in in a way that that like if there was a different term for it sure maybe I would use it but um Creation. you know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah but you know that's another thing I think a lot of people I you know religion depending on what you subscribe to um or what your belief system is you know some religions really don't want you to feel empowered right that oh, you're that you're able to create and right. you 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 spoke about like you know being source energy and a lot of time like that that uh activates a lot of people um to think that you know what do you mean I'm sourced? What do you mean I'm, I, I have powers to create and I can create my reality? And, you know, that that does activate people and, and gives them a sense of dread, maybe, because then all of a sudden the onus is on them to create the change. And it's too yes. easy. It's really easy to blame situations and people and uh, destiny um, for your circumstance. But when I think about manifestation, and I think about, you know, I'm looking out right now, I'm, I'm, I'm in my house and I'm looking outside and I'm just thinking, okay, cool. I clearly, I got into this house for a reason. I thought this was the best that I could do maybe, or I thought this is what I deserved. Or, you know, when I look at my partner, it's like, wow, I, that was a big manifestation. And I think about who they are and what that reflection is and how we're reflecting back on each other and why I manifested it and why I created that. I had a big manifestation about two year and a half ago, two years where I wanted a certain amount of money and I got literally 
the exact amount of money. Um, and I look at all, all aspects of my life, everything that I've done, it's been like, I'm, you know, I said I wanted to do a thing and that thing happened, right? Did it happen exactly how I wanted it to? Not really, sometimes, but sometimes not. Um, but did I get to where I need to be? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's what manifestation is, right? I think I'd love to remind people that you're always manifesting. You're always yeah. talking about something. You're always talking about the future. You're always bringing up the past. And no matter which way you look at it, you're manifesting something. You're manifesting you're manifesting not moving forward. You're manifesting the movement forward. You're manifesting the people in your life to show you the things that you need to do if you're lucky enough to be paying attention and learning those lessons, right? Um, even if you don't know about manifestation, you're manifesting. Um, and I think this is where I, what I mean by really trying to pull the fluff out of it and just give people and say like, hey, the more you practice your focus, the more you practice your emotional intelligence, the more you practice your emotional uh, trust and guidance, the easier your, manifest your manifesting situations will be, right? Um, that's really what I, I think it's just as simple as that. I look at all of the manifestation techniques and I see one, I see one thing or I see like same similar things. It's um, repetition, and emotion and that's literally it, it does it's just you you color it a different way you you it, it is what it is but like all the techniques techniques they say you know repeat your repeat your affirmations right so this is subconscious work and then get into the emotion yeah i have like affirmations all over but i want something that came through too as we're talking I remember in the beginning stages of me attempting to manifest what I wanted, I was like really rigid and like, I got to do this, I got to do that. And recently, I don't know if you could speak on this at all. I find just for an example, and this happens in various different forms, but I was walking my dog one night and I could smell these gardenias. And I was like, oh my God, these gardenias smell so good. And I looked around on the floor to see if I could grab one and there was none there. The next morning I went on a walk with my son and a lady had gardenias and she's like, would you like some gardenias? Here's two gardenias. And I was like, literally brought me to tears because I was like, wow, that was like really quick. And I find recently when I'm able to usually every single time, you know, as you said it, I, I'm beginning to like click with it. It is a desire rooted in an emotion because I'm feeling an emotion in that moment of desire and thinking about something. And then at the same time, I let it go and I'm not, you know, rigid, too rigid about it. And I've seen this kind of boomerang back in various different forms. And that hasn't happened to me quite as quickly as it has recently. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the subconscious work I'm, you know, working with or, you know, again, I think everything's energetics and I don't necessarily feel like you, you're not given these kinds of gifts of, by the universe because you're not doing the work. I feel like it can happen still and it happens still, but I don't know if you've experienced that or can kind of touch on that at all. Yes. Is it too deep? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Okay. I, I think, um, 
you you touched on the idea of allowing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, again, this is there's like a subtle act of there's there's a subtle art of allowing things to just be. Uh, yes, asking for what you want and then moving forward, trusting that it's going yeah. to be, trusting that it's going to happen for you and not putting the pressure that it needs to look a certain way or be in a certain time. Um, I had a client, I had a client that was like, I'm going to, I'm going to test the universe. And so I want a hundred dollars by this time. And I was like, okay, uh, test it if you want. Like that's, I, I knew that the test was because there was a lack of belief here. And obviously at that time, didn't, did, the thing didn't happen. And we talked about it and I was like, just let it go, you know, just like be in the moment. And she, she actually ended up getting like a fraction of the money that she wanted. And I was like, you got something, right? Like be grateful for that. And um, after that conversation, she ended up getting the amount that she wanted, like literally almost immediately. Um, And I think that's, that is, uh, that is is the relevant kind of lesson here is like first of all you can't you know testing that you test the universe with trust and in in belief and you don't test it with these these grand gestures of of doubt and uh you know trying to ego ego that part and i think you know one of the questions i was going to ask you is what have you been doing in as of late or recently in your life to be more flexible, to be more at ease, to be more at peace, because that is exactly when things come through the easiest and most quickly, especially, you know, for me, I, um, you know, I was on a show called Name That Tune. And this was one of the things that this was a huge manifestation where I put down, I want 50K, ended up on Name That Tune. Uh, I thought I was going to lose that, I thought I was going to lose. And I ended up, not losing. And I ended up walking away with 51K. And this all happened within six months of each other. And the only reason why I was on that show was because of another manifestation from years ago and had put me in this right place. And, you know, somebody was like, that's not a manifestation. I was like, if that's not a manifestation, I don't know what it is. I don't know what (laughs) manifestation is, Um, you know, but again, like there was so much for me, when I wanted that money, I thought I was going to do it through coaching and getting clients and da, 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 And so I really wasn't like hard up about it. And I wasn't like stressing and I wasn't putting all this fear and all this doubt and all this like murky energy into my, my desire. I literally was like, I could leave, have it or take it or leave it. Right. Like my life is okay as it is right now. And that is one of the, one of the, the, the big things of you, we all hear it. Like, the moment you stop looking is when things come, right? Like there's truth to that, I think. And we're looking at like, looking at it from like a tunnel vision of, like you said, like I'm going to get it from my job, right? Like being able to be open to the various different opportunities for things to come into your world, not necessarily a fixated idea of where you think or believe it may come. I wanted to also ask what did that, you know, the gardenias, what was the emotion that, like, how did you feel smelling the gardenias? Like, what was that? So my father um, used to have them in the front of his house and he passed away. And 
I moved into that house. I sold it last year, actually, probably around this time. And oddly, gardenias make their way into my awareness randomly. I had a neighbor bring in like a, he's, he was, oh my God, he was the, his front yard was absolutely beautiful. It was like a labor of love, like his whole entire front yard. And he would see me walk the dogs and he dropped over a, a gardenia bush. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. So probably various different memories attached to the, to the smell. Um, but in that moment of smelling it, it, it made me feel peaceful. It made me, it brought me into like, <sighs> like, I don't know. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, oh, you know, that. there's a specific time of day out here. I'm in Atlanta and uh, mostly I, I almost feel like maybe it's not a summertime thing. Um, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but like right around, it was like, cause we moved in this house in November. So it was still pretty chilly, but the sun would set at this very specific time. The sky would be so like pink and the, the light was epic. And I remember seeing all like birds, massive amounts of birds, like massive amounts of birds all over the place. And I just remember thinking like, whoa, like this really just reminds me of abundance, right? And the 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 presence that it commanded I think in me and really always stopped me to like look at and observe and feel and I think um there are moments in time uh that like we do need we 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 ask for those moments and we ask for that and we we get that through and through and through and I just remember there, it wasn't every single day, but it was a lot of the times I would catch it. I would hear the birds first and I would look up and I'd be like, oh, it's that time again, uh, <laughs> you know? And then it would remind me of like abundance. And I really think that's how I've been cultivating um, more abundance presence. and presence. Yeah, really cultivating and looking at nature, right? Like nature, again, is probably one of the best tools that we could use with manifestation. I mean, it's, you know, they use na nature's in magic, nature's in, nature's in, in everything. Um, and I, and I, I would suggest, you know, if you do have, if you're looking to um, manifest, find a practice of like getting into nature and figuring out what the emotion is that of the thing that you want. I want money so that I can, what, feel free so that I can be happy so that I can live my life so I can have more time with my you know if I have more time with my family I'll feel successful I'll feel abundant I'll feel at peace I'll feel calm and relaxed like get into that and then go out in nature and find your calm find your relax find your abundance like look, look, uh, nature is one of the biggest teachers of abundance and like mm -hmm. again the subconscious repetition of showing yourself the thing that you want over and over again your your the energetics of the universe will draw you to more of that um get away from money being the 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 representation of value get away from it um or you know find something else that's easier to come by <laughs> that can that yeah. that can represent your love you know yeah 
I love this so much. Gosh, such an amazing combo. I love it. <laughs> so heartfelt. So many bouts of moments where it was just like I was dropped into presence and just yeah. allowed it all to kind of unfold and bring us to where we are. Thank you so much for your wisdom. Can you please share how people can work with you as a coach? Um, what your hypnosis sessions are like, if they're virtual, do they have to be, you know, present? Yeah. And um, I, we are going to have a bunch of different links in the show notes for you to connect with Terrell, um, the gram, YouTube, give it to us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Get, get contact. Uh, Instagram, Terrell Cherry is the best way. I'm always, I'm super active on, on Instagram. Uh, I do have a TikTok and that's empowered uh, without the O. And, um, my hypnosis sessions, all my sessions, my tarot, my hypnosis sessions, they're all virtual, obviously right now. I think that's just the easiest thing. Um, the best way, a lot of people feel like they can't get that connection, but I guarantee you, if you hop on a call with me and we talk on zoom, you're going to feel that connection. It's so much uh, <laughs> powerful, right? I feel like it's almost more powerful and I don't know what it is, but I swear it has to do with I don't, I don't know the ability to be in your own space mm -hmm. and them in their own space and mm -hmm. that, that transfer, instead of oh. it being in the actual physical space, I have to say since COVID, I, you know, most of my things are virtual too, for that reason. I've gotten so used to being in my own space and like just time, like if I say five o'clock, we're going to meet at five o'clock. There's no, yeah. there's no like getting it, you know, we get into traffic and oh yeah. my gosh, I'm late and all the thing. And like, it's just like, yo, we can meet here. We can have a conversation. Just make sure everything is legit. Make sure your Wi-Fi is good. Um, it's all energy. Energy does get through, you know, yes. to the other side. So, so true. When some people ask that, I'm like, well, you know, you call me on your phone. If you're one digit away, you don't get me. How do you think that works? And like, I guess so. I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's the, um, you know, my sessions. I love um, coaching. I've, I've, I've created a coaching package called Chrysalis and um, it has it's hyp hypnosis and meditation. Breath work is another thing that I do. Um, and really it's, uh, you know, coming back to self and figuring out how do I move forward into that next, like that next iteration of who I am um, or who you want to be. So there's that. Um, I have a podcast, which we will talk about, um, outside of this and it's called, uh, magic meets mind. And, uh, it's, it's mostly me talking about where I'm at right now and also mindset and things like that. So I'm doing more interviews. I'm wanting to do more interviews as we get through into this year. Um, this year has been crazy. I was doing terror at Coachella. I was, I saw that. I was like, <clears throat> I'm obsessed. Yeah. So I've been, I'm just getting back and um, getting back into my groove. So I don't have any workshops or anything happening just yet right now, but um, follow me on Instagram and you'll get all my details. Yes. And follow him. <laughs> He's so like, every time you pop up on my page, it's like your little nuggets of wisdom. I'm like, yes, yes. And I just, you light up my feed. For sure. I, I appreciate you so much. Um, and I, you so much. Thank you so, so much again for taking the time out to chat with me and to have this almost like a heartfelt conversation. Yeah. Um, and we will definitely touch base again soon. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you.